Shablau, Shablam, Sadiq, Shaboygan, Pull Out Culture. We're here. I'm hosting tonight. That's a new one. Uh, Pull Out Culture. We're here. I'm hosting tonight. Zilla Rocca, Curly Castro. Alaska's here. Alaska, uh, right before we started recording, you told people your rap name stands for. If you just want to share with the world now officially. What it it stands for? (laughs) Uh, I, if I recall correctly, it's um, all lyrical. Like, <laughs> all lyrical, always killing shit, asshole. That's, I think you were the, <laughs> it's the most like angry and aggressive name ever. You have the first ac- rap acronym where like an insult to the listener. Like, there's you, a comma in it. There's a comma. Castro, what the fuck are you doing? I got a Bluetooth light bulb. That's why I don't like using it. Because <laughs> it always. <laughs> My girl, hey, my girl hates it. She says she hates the voice. She hates I hate everything. It. I, I also hate it. Just, listen, just, listen, listen. I listen. your apartment was going to self destruct. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. Like a listen. sentient sex doll. Listen, listen. <laughs> it's spooky as hell, yo. No, why would you want that? I don't, I, I don't know. But um, it, it, it does lights and play. you can play music through it and stuff. So. All right, well, now your beer is doing the thing like mine. So we got to be clean shaven. From now on, on the show, <laughs> um, a lot of people don't a, know that you want to do a good podcast. Got to cut your beard. A lot of people don't know. It's, it's a podcast, yo. I haven't cut my hair. In, God knows how long. Fifteen years. Well, today we are joined by Chanel Ali, formerly Philly's finest, now New York. Uh, I don't know, firecracker, um, <laughs> show person. Out of are oh, you in New York now? Where? Yeah. Where about? Um, Brooklyn. Where? Crown Heights on Eastern Parkway. <laughs> you want my address? Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Nope. He'll be there in ten minutes. He'll be there in ten minutes. That's that's around me. That's on my side. You know, Brooklyn has two sides: East New York and the Flatbush, vital side. That's yeah. with me. That's with me, Alaska. We on the Flatbush side. Yeah, Castro has not lived in New York in twenty-four years, but you know, not. <laughs> that's exciting, though. <laughs> I, I live in New York. I have an apartment. I have keys. My mother stays in my in my place. And sure. I stay in her place. Right on. All right. Sure. Anyway. All right. That's, uh, that's, that's great. What is, what is wrong with you? So we got Chanel. Um, Chanel is the perfect guest tonight. We're going to be talking lineage of greatness, Mary J. Blige. We've never done our lineage of greatness series on anybody but rappers. So we were like, yo, fuck it. We're going to do Mary J. We're going to bring on someone beside a fucking other pasty rapper to come on the show, which is 97% of every guest we've ever had. We got cla- a class to show listening. up. And every yeah, listener, every listener guaranteed the call out culture promise. All our listeners are rappers. All of our guests. Half of them turned off once you said Mary J. Blush. <laughs> They're like, Ugh. no, no, are you crazy? All our listeners with one lung is filled with uh record crate dust. Like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna tune in because if they know anything about hip hop, that's what Mary J is. You, got you know that. what I'm saying? The, the epitome of it. We're Better gonna... than some of y'all MCs. You got damn right, man. And she's in Umbrella Academy. Yeah. <laughs> hammer fly pow. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty late with the umbrella academy she's bro, dead it's bro. on netflix is there she's dead we're in a whole nother season oh yeah. wow there's too, many timelines. Alert. there's too many timelines 
No, and now we got a whole nother thing because we have a, a cast member and we don't right. we don't know um if they want to play their role anymore. That's so then, the truth. so then, what 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 is the obligation for Elliot Page? Do they do they have to rewrite the the character now? But no, because the female the, character to a man. Well, she was already involved with a woman, so they were putting that into the into the story because she got yeah. it. Yeah. So if anything, if anybody don't know, in season two, she does get with a girl in that timeline. Right. So they're going that way. Now that they've traveled again through time, this can be an opportunity to maybe de-age her. I don't know. She was, a, she was like a girl girl when she was de- when he was de-aged. Right. So maybe the time travel will mess with Vanya and change them into... <laughs> the time travel will switch genders. <laughs> well, the time travel made them no young uncle. for a quick second. So maybe it'll make him Vernon. I'm, I'm trying to be as sensitive as possible. We're just spitball. We're just spitball. You know, but I think... I pretty sure they're going to write it in they've they've gone sure. so far from the books it doesn't it's not they're not beholden so i feel that um and what's not beholden to the books is uh chanel's experiences in our fine city of philadelphia um uh, before we talk mary j blige chanel uh what what do you miss most about north philly specifically oh man like how do you pick one thing but <laughs> It's a menagerie. I went to Temple University. Shout so out to me and Castro. What up? To yeah. you. You, uh, you know, that's where Philly made me. And I, my first few apartments in North Philly, I had all types of issues. Like people breaking into my car. I moved really close to a police station thinking in my 18-year-old brain, like, this is safe. This is smart. Nobody's going to do crime by a police station, right? And one of my like first nights there at the apartment, this guy was in front of my house. Like, can you tell me where the police station is? I gotta turn myself in. And I was just like, <laughs> this is escalating quick. And he was like really close to me, so I like doubled up on him. I was like, I'm looking for it too, man. I got a warrant, and you know, it's crazy. I slap people when they talk to me. Like, I just like teed off on this guy until he was like, oh, she's like she's going through it. I leave her alone. <laughs> But um, they, they opened a movie theater in North Philly, the Pearl Theater, and on opening night in 2006, a uh, guy got shot in the penis. Correct. And, yep. You know, that's just like hardcore Philly shit. I don't know how to explain it. We had no reaction. None of us had a reaction to that. I remember them. Walk, I remember walking up to the theater and them saying like a dude just got shot in the dick. And I was like, all right, well, are they cleaning it up or like, what's up? You know? This delaying is, you know, what's the next show? So, so there's no previews. We just go right to the movies. then. That's unfortunate. The movie's going to be a little quieter, but you know, we're still, we still want to see it, you know, yeah, that's it. Roll, roll his ass out. Like, come on, they got wheelchair. We have roll one down here out. where a dude got shot on Christmas day in, in the theater down here on Del Rav. I forget what the movie, I think it was a uh, talented Mr. Ripley. I think that was like that era. Dang, that's a <laughs> the Man, I grew up around the corner from a movie theater that there would be a shootout every Christmas and or Thanksgiving. Guarantee you can set your watch to it and everybody would go rolling out. But like, it was what, just what, tradition. Why, what, why are people bringing guns to movie theaters? Like, what, what is the threat level? They're wearing belts and pants. <laughs> what's and what's crazier is like a few weeks after the Pearl Theater opened and they shut it down and opened it again, I was in line for a movie and we could see at the front that they were searching people, which is a little unusual. They don't what? like cat people down before they go into a movie theater. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, you know, precautions. But this young couple in front of me, when they peeped it, the girl said to the dude, yo, you got your strap? He was like, nah. Nah, it's in the car. He was like, I got my knife, though. And I was 
top. Why are y'all? Just in just in case it could pop off. You don't just know. Just to see Father of the Bride too. Come Ooh, on, bro. Said it though. Ooh, like nah. Come on. You think I'm crazy out here with a gun? Got this machete. In the boot. I got I got these cowboy boots though. You know what I mean? I got my love for Philly, and I feel like I became an adult so quick. Like as soon as I got my first apartment, I was like, real life problems. Let's go. You got to survive. You better do it. You better do it big. And that's that's the thing I love about Philly. And I think that's what made me succeed in New York. Is that by the time I got to New York, I was super sharp, ready to hustle. Can nobody, you know, scare me about a police station? You know, like it just, <laughs> I, was, I was just ready for it. Right. Have, have, when the last time you were on Temple's campus? Because now they have like the Starbucks. They got a mall and shit. It's crazy. It's, it's like ridiculous. Out. It's incredible. I don't go. I don't go over there no more. Nah, you don't read because you know, I, I vowed to be one of those people that will not be revisiting campus for any other. And I, I went to school a long time ago, so I knew people that stayed there forever. So I just never went back. I would drive through once in a while, but to tell you the truth, I've probably only driven through campus maybe like five times since I left it. I don't, I don't fuck around over there. <laughs> it's North Philly too. Like, don't forget, yeah, don't, don't get yeah. it twisted. It you feels know, like so. when you're on campus, it feels like you're in this oasis. Yes. Like you're not in North Philly, but you are absolutely in North Philly. Right there. I will, I will say the Temple Police, they don't fuck around. I think there's the third largest police force in the, in the state of Pennsylvania. I don't, I don't I went there. They were suckers. They were suckers. There's a lot of them. <laughs> it was suckers in the 90s. They would be at the wrong place or at, at their own time, not the right time or the wrong time. They were some suckers, yeah, for real. I have, I have, I've had some running with them. Well, speaking Back in the, of the this 90s, years, years, years. Yeah, this is the 90s. Years, 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 years. Speaking of the 90s, this is how I got my degree from communication at Temple. Speaking of the 90s, Castro, <laughs> let's talk about our lineage greatness nominee, uh, Mary J. Blige. This is what I want to ask everybody because now it's on a commercial non fucking stop uh, on a Target ad. So yeah. now it's kind of regurgitated to death. But when do you remember in your life, the 90s or beyond, which would be weird, first hearing real love? Dang. I, I feel, feel like, like one of those songs that's you don't forget that shit. I feel like real love and what's the 411 remix were like simultaneously hitting me. Yeah. So so wait the remix me, with Biggie or the remix? Yes. Okay, see I remember so the Grand Pooba. Grand Pooba joint. Yeah. 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 And that was a that was a heavy one too. But Biggie would always, okay, I'm 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 over here. Mm-hmm. Anything he would do, no matter even when he started small, the stuff he did with Super Cat, anything he would do, I'm I'm started going in that direction. So, I'm, so the remix, I'm like, it was like one of those aha moments. Like, Puffy did something that anybody kind of should have done right then mm-hmm. at any point, but he did it. So right. it was like, yeah. aha. and what I mean is terms of like, you know, taking the old disco songs and then hooking them up with banging drums and putting it, like, it it seemed like all of that was kind of right there. Now, but isn't that what Ron G was doing beforehand? You know, like Ron G was doing like the mixtapes with that blends type of shit. With the blends. Yeah. The blends. The and then Puff took it and turned it into records with Mary J. And all I'm saying is there could have there was probably four or five people at that point that could have done the same thing and mm-hmm. been the project, you know, right. the inventor of it. But yeah. it was Puffy. It's so simple. And he and and Alaska, I think the difference with Puffy is I guess he looked the part. Right then, he was you young know, too. He was really young, yeah, but he and he was a dancer. He's nineteen. He was, he was a dancer, right? So, if 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 he is in a studio, I don't think he wants to hear like long kiss goodnight. He wants to hear something that's gonna make it. You know, his mm-hmm. shoulder jump and 
and give him a reason to spin around on the floor. So, you know, um, Mary J was just an event. Like that, it so was, it you, was like. You, but the one do you remember first hearing it? Real love. Oh. I, don't, I don't know specifically. I feel like I probably was in the car, probably driving around Camden. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stay was, where people was, need to carry knives. It was in, it was, I was in high school. <laughs> I, I was in high school. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like the the Share My World album was one of the first albums that I owned. Like I I purchased mm. with my own money. You remember when you like scrounge up your first couple of dollars? So I felt like prior to that, a, a lot of her music I discovered later because you know I don't want to age myself when I'm younger than y'all. Mm-hmm. And you know the Share My World album like opened my eyes to like oh you need to go back and like really study mm-hmm. what you've been doing because this voice is incredible and like her style was so unique and just that album like the physical pictures in the album i just remember being obsessed with it mm. that's one what has a uh, yeah. love is all you need is that is it that joint yeah. yeah yeah it's a terrible nas verse too i listened to it oh, again yeah. this week I live your like, life oh girl live your life girl yeah not very good features no what was Alaska? Alaska, you were what? You were in, in the army when, when you first heard the <laughs> Yeah, I was in my third marriage. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, you were. I mean, it was probably the same thing. I think it was like um, I had a friend, um, Dexter, who like knew all those dudes. He was from Mount Vernon. And he kind of put me onto it first with um, the Grand Puba shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, Mary's coming out and like keep an eye out and i think i heard it like on the radio and i went to the whiz and bought it um and then i just basically like played it all that year but it was like i think it was like 92 maybe yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying i was in yeah. like 91 but i remember it being an instant i didn't have to yeah it was like a summer it was a huge summer song yeah, yeah I, I didn't have to debate yeah. about her or like no. do i like her do I, it was like instant you know it was the saying? audio two drums it's like the top yeah. billing drums i was like oh. ever yeah, it's the best rum break. No, come on, yo. And just um and again, she she had her hood sensibilities. So it wasn't like um I, I mean I, I and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't Whitney. You know what I'm saying? No. It, it, no. it wasn't it wasn't Whitney, it wasn't dressed up that way, it wasn't presented to us with maybe an opera behind her. It was like this girl off the stoop. Like mm-hmm. like the song we have, some it's that stoop. Like if they coming off the stoop, I can relate to them. I had a stoop. Well, I did not make me personally, but I hung out in front of my building. So right. if you got a video, you hanging out in front of the building. Oh, one of us might be a singer, like whatever. Yeah. And back then, um, I'll tell you this all the time, especially in the 90s, music was outdoors. It was outside. It was mm-hmm. coming out of people. Like, I tell you the time, when we get to my life, I'm going to tell you the story about how I got into my life. And, and it was like hypnotizing me. It was like a siren song pulling me to my window because people was playing it in the courtyard. So it was like music was outside. So you were almost... You were influenced, but if something was knocking and dope, a car playing it, Miss Judy playing it on the third floor, and she got a speaker to the window. Homeboy might have a box, he playing it. Somebody might, you know, so it's just it's echo, it's an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Everybody is is um is um syncing up. Dude, and so I, when Mary came out, crazy. everybody was listening to it. I remember like, like really influenced by how much Diddy was hyping her up. Like before we even heard too much. Yeah. He was hyping her up like this is the hope of the hood. Yes. She's gonna mm-hmm. sing that gospel in a way that's new age, and she's gonna bring us all together. And you know, he doesn't really do that for his other artists, not no more. Yeah. But I remember being like, dang, like he's really like hyping her up, and we haven't heard much yet, but she's like she's official, you know. I remember yeah. being like, you know, 
excited about it. I remember hearing, you ready for this? I remember hearing Real Love in the basement of a church. <laughs> and remember in the 90s, you would get a tape and people would get a blank tape and buy a cassette single and then replay the single on the blank tape. So you press the tape and the same song would play like on repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you would fill a whole, so someone filled an entire A side of a cassette. Oh yeah, real oh, love. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. it played. And the first time I heard, it, I was like, I heard those drums. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it ended. And then it played again. I was like, okay, this is I like it. And for like a half hour, just real love, straight through. I was like, this. By the time I was over, I was remember leaving. I was like, what was this song? Who is it? What is this song? What we, I just hear this all day. And I go, uh, Mary, Mary, Mary J. Blige. I was like, cool, got it. And then I remember seeing it after that, but I just remember hearing that for a half it was hour. The, um, the Max yeah. single because they had the Pooba remix, they had the Biggie yeah. remix. I don't know. So probably I like, uh, maybe yeah, I'm saying it did. It was Maxi single. Did, I had like yeah. four or five oh, and versions then of it. Fucking remix with Biggie. Look up yeah, yeah. the sky. It's a bird. And I had that on the fucking MTV Party to Go CD. <laughs> so I had the remix on the CD, which is the shit. I, and, and it's crazy because the remix is just as good to me as the original. Absolutely. That shit is Indeed. amazing. I think Indeed. I can play, but it's still it's scratched. I don't think it'll play. What's the um what's the producer credits on on both? Oh, I don't know. That's a really good the, look it up. I feel like I've, if, if Puffy probably didn't touch you know a machine, but I feel like he was the one saying. Take the audio to drums. No, I might be say produced by Puffy, but the second line is actually who really produced it, whoever well, the co-producer is. But he, it, but it, it, the dopest thing about that song is like it's, it came out. Corey Rooney and Mark Morales. Okay. Wow. They're I remember what's the name. Um, Kwame, when I interviewed Kwame a few years back for Red Bull, when we talked about New Jack Swing, he said the death of New Jack Swing was two records, Back to Life by Soul to Soul. Mm-hmm. I'm real love by Mary J. He was like those two songs destroyed New Jack Swing forever. So like, talking think about like Casher, like you said about Whitney Houston, like that's also the time of like Michael Jackson, like Dangerous, Black and White, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then here comes Mary J. on like a street level, like you said, looking like the girl on your block, mm-hmm. making that song, and it's like, oh, like Whitney Houston's old now. Like Michael Jackson's really old now because now we have this girl. Yep. and having like new rappers like the fly new rappers or with her yeah, who's, who's Whereas, like who was the like like god bless the dead but like michael jackson had the heavy d you know what i mean yeah. on, right on that type of shit versus in terms like of, yeah in terms Grand of Puba, who was not quadruple platinum or anything like that or yeah. biggie it was it was mike, very, mike, like, was, mike i think was plugged in but not current like, you know, That's what I'm saying because because Teddy Riley made those records. So Teddy Riley was like the king of New Jack Swing yeah. on a mountain versus like Puffy Street Level MCA Uptown, all that shit, and then just smashing them. But yeah, that's that was my shit. So what? So Chanel talked about my world. So is that your is that your favorite Mary record like forever? My world. Uh, Share my world. I mean, probably yeah, probably, but more so because of nostalgia. I think it's just I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember like the first couple of like physical albums that you bought, mm-hmm. but that was definitely like one of the three. Um, and just also, you know, I was always really kind of obsessed with entertainers who didn't graduate high school. Like I, mm-hmm. from a very young age, uh. I, if I found an artist that I liked and I did some research and found out that they didn't graduate high school, I was like, hell yeah, bitch. Tell me how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
you know, like I, and I was a great student. I went to school, like I said, I, you know, I graduated, I did all the things, but from a young age, I remember just being like blown away by her story. Like this mm. girl from the Bronx has been through hell. She, you know, kicking and screaming through all types of drama and trauma. And then she gathers up her courage to, you know, drop out of high school and, in the you know late 80s like now we have the internet you can drop out of anything and find information but to me that sounds like you're just throwing caution to the wind and then a and r from uptown here's some anita baker here's you doing anita baker cover and it's like yo we're gonna sign her she's gonna we're gonna be she's gonna be a backup vocalist we're gonna work her up diddy's gonna work with her you know like i just remember being amazed by her story just it really affected me and not to mention like the share my world album is just it's just great my seven-year-old heart singing about my cheating boyfriend it just touched me and oh, yeah. it, was, it was relatable you know and a lot of other female r&b singers at the time weren't singing with the grit that mary was they weren't digging deep lyrically they weren't digging deep in their harmonies even they were keeping it simple keeping it safe let's play up this candy rain mode as much mm-hmm. as we can you know but i just felt like mary was just the queen from jump she, do we know if mary wrote her own, her own stuff does she do we i think so i, I would i feel like i, I feel, feel like my life she did i would I imagine did. and brian michael cox did a lot of stuff together mm-hmm. so my life so that's that's my thing so like my courtyard there's, there's, there's apartments that face out to the street and then there's apartments that face into the open courtyard. You know, and I remember like every day, it was the summertime and I was hearing my life, but from somebody's apartment, but from a distance. So all I would catch is um, in the sunshine, I would catch that. And I knew that song mm-hmm. from like childhood or whatever. And I'm like, what is that? And they would play it every day like two and a half every day and then I remember like I don't know if they moved the speaker or something and they were playing it and it, I swear it was like like um you know them cartoons have like smoke from the pie and it swoops and it swirls around and it grabs you by the nose and pulls like yeah. that I was hypnotized by this song I was like oh my god ma I gotta get this record or whatever and with R&B stuff I could bring it up to my mother because then she would help yeah. me like, find it she would do me okay with the hip hop, but if I brought up like something dope, soul for real but, um, type shit, yeah, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, like SWV, all my all <laughs> them, yeah, I snuck in my TLC fandom. She didn't care, and yeah. um, Alaska, I'm like you. I think I um, I probably went to the Wiz, and I got this thing, CD, yeah. and my it was life. like, yeah, not that year, because it, it was just I could not get the song, I couldn't get away from that song, yeah, and I and I was like, and again my epic memories kicking in because I know um, the sun, I know the sunshine song from my childhood, but I don't know. The Roy it, yeah. yeah, I don't know that this is what this is, but this is so, it's, this is like, that's one of the greatest. And it's, um, it's like a heart wrenching song. I, I could, I, like, I, 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 you know, she the queen. And that from that moment on, she was the queen for a long time. I remember like Tony trying to, you know, wrestle it from her or whatever. And, oh, um, Tony Braxton. Like, that's, you know, what was so crazy is like, I was a big Tony Braxton fan too, but for a very different reason. Like Tony Braxton always had on a bustier and a little, sh- and, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. and she had dancers and like, you know, her makeup was a different thing. But Mary was like, I got glasses on. I got a hat on. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside and I'm, and I'm singing <laughs> on 
street corner. Like she was just, it was yeah, it was, hollowed up with a lover. It was so much more raw and so much more real that it was like, yo, I, I appreciate this on a whole different level. Like Tony Braxton probably don't need my money that much. Tony Braxton, no, and going to what you were um her hair look good, her nails look very nice, yes. she's well fed. You know what I mean? Chanel, going to what you were saying, like <laughs> it also was the mystique about Mary with the um with the hair swoop covering yeah. the black eye. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big thing. Like did she, you know, and she did suffer um you know, bitch ass Jojo. She did, but like I remember them hiding it and doing like certain shadows on the videos because she was so swell up on one side. But that that word would sweep swoop in. And remember, this is this is the '90s, so we, we had um, news a certain way, and especially music news. Like you know, everybody didn't have MTV. That stuff would kind of whisper. You would hear it really through the streets. There was no. I didn't. I didn't. I back then I wasn't like getting the billboard magazine. I, I was into the source. So like right. you would hear things, but then you wouldn't hear them and maybe rap city and somebody pop up on, you know, certain shows and stuff like that. And um, all of that was going on. And again, this woman still was persevering and just cranking out hits and hits mm-hmm. and just, and fit the hip hop ethos easily. Like, you know, she was as ill as any MC to me back then. It was like, it was equal. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put her in a category of right, this is my R and B pack. We're yeah, like, we're like I would put like Brandy separate. I'd be like, there's Brandy's over there. Tony Braxton's there. To me, it was like what when I was listening to a lot of Mary, when we first saw this idea, it was a few weeks back. And I remember just playing the Mary for about two, three days straight from the first album all the way up to like some of the newer stuff. And when I was listening to Mary, I mean, my life's my favorite Mary record, but even Share My World, I was like, man, this shit is banging. Well, that's, that's a great record. London yeah. Sessions. Yo, it's dude. a banging record. It's that crazy. thing is crazy. It's crazy. London Sessions surprised the hell out of Yo, me. It's, it's fire. But like That's... what I was what I was noticing about her is she she has a very unique skill in that from the production standpoint and then the songwriting, she takes perfect rap songs and then makes it perfect R&B songs. Yes. Like there's no there's so many times when you hear a banging rap song that ends up like some fodder R&B type shit. And she, even like on Share My World, when she takes Queen Bitch, my favorite little Kim song, mm-hmm. and that makes it, I can love you better than mm-hmm. Then she brings in Kim to do Come on with it. And embark. If I told you what, that shit is crazy. But I'm like, that is the grimiest, hardest song on, on Kim's first album. Perfect. And then Mary's like, cool, I understand that. Now I'm going to add like a bridge to it and strings. But the song she makes is still as hard. And then here comes Kim. So she she was always really smart about taking and working with hip hop, but not like not like a like a older white A and R like oh this is hip hop yeah put that on and uh, sing a sing a record uh yeah. like she I feel like because she was street level and probably like dude having Smith and Wesson on exactly. A song, <laughs> never even sold to this day probably sold a million records ever you know what i mean right like, this is how we do this is, how this we is do. like that every day this is how we do this is how we do smith and west don't play this is how we do this is how we do every day all day this is how we do click 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 in the night i shine you shine shine i shine you shine shine i shine Shine, you shine, and this day and time we maintain the same frame of mind. 
elevation Spark it up Yo, start the circulation 360 degrees in rotation Stimulation as the herb my physical creation Slip into a hallucination Situation Got me thinking about my life seriously Keep it real continuously Before I slip into blackness I prepare for combat Protect my dome The album it was on But that song she did with Method Man um, All You Need is Oh my god Alright, well let's when the song came out, I remember it blowing my mind. And when the music video came out, mm-hmm. I was like, with the eye. Oh. he's fucking with Mary. This so many years could have been thrown on that track with Method Man. Mm. And it would have been fine. It would have been fine. But that shit was a classic instantly. That's a that's yeah. a perfect song. You took this but, concept. Well, well, here's the question, though. Do you, the so original much. version or the resurrected? I go, I go Puffy version, radio version. I feel like they're they're two different things. I feel mm. like they have their own lives. Mm. We're gonna say what saying the last. I was just gonna say that there's a lot of like when you look back on her career, there's a lot of rappers that she actually broke. Mm. Right, like Talk she broke Biggie. She, she did. broke yeah. Craig Mac. She broke, she broke Keith Murray. Yeah, she yeah. fucking broke Meth. Like Meth was. Meth was Meth, but he didn't become a superstar until that song. That's right. That's the dirtiest she broke Ghostface. album ever. She oh, broke Ghostface with oh, All I Got that Is You. She oh, broke yes. Jay-Z. She did yep. Can't Knock oh, the Hustle, first song. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like there were all these, all these acts that went to her to basically get like She's a star maker, bro. That yeah. Yep. Like all those. The thing about the Reasonable Doubt album right now, it's like my mind yeah. hurting. You know about that. Well, she was dating Dame. So that's, they got it. I didn't back. know that. so they, that's, they, yeah, that's creepy. They, they got her on a record because Dame was like, yo, hop on my man's record. She's like, okay. And yeah. her label was like, no. Like, what not is happening? That? Who the fuck is this Jay-Z guy? You're you're a hit maker. He's not on our label. We don't know this fucking guy. He's not. We, we gain nothing having Mary J. Mm. So the deal was she could be on the song, but if it's a single, not in the video. So that's why she's not. In the video. But even that chorus, I'm just trying to get my. And then, like, but oh. the video's so dope with the with the girl and the shootout. The video. Oh. Well, let's hit let's hit let's hit a break, y'all. Let's hit a break. We go. Yo, show. God bless. Let's hit a break. Yo, we got Mary J. We're, we call our culture here with Chanel Ali. Mary J. Blige, take a break. Bang. Mary. Nihilist Millennial, the album from Cargo Colts, me and Alaska is available now exclusively on Bandcamp. We've been talking about it on the show, played mad joints, we did a live from the liner notes. Digital available now at recordcrew.bandcamp.com. Alaska is doing probably the greatest rapping of his entire career on this record. I'm doing all the beats. Castro is the only guest along with myself. We got Cryptic One doing all the mastering. The Almighty Gang, aka King Vision Ultra, did all the packaging and design, which is insane. CDs are just about gone forever, but you can get the Digi t shirt, fucking necklace, and the hoodie all available now at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We really appreciate your support for this record. This joint is booming and flying off the shelves, literally. I'm not just saying that to sell a record even harder. All right, Nihilus Manalia from being Alaska. They're all available. 
we 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 gotta hire somebody to do voiceovers. Oh, God, man. Our, our Patreon ain't that popular to start. Like that voice that just comes out of the um um the Price is Right guy. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I didn't uh, see him for years. I didn't see him Vern, for years. Isn't it Vern or some shit? Vern? No. It's, it's the same guy. What about the dude from like the back of the old SNL dude? Johnny Olsen. Johnny Olsen. Johnny Olsen. And Johnny Rod Roddy. Rod Roddy. Rod Roddy. Rod Roddy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we gotta bring that dude back. All right. We're gonna we're gonna bring our show back. Ready? Three, two, one. Bang. Kawhi culture. Castro. Blimmy, blimmy, yeah, blimmy. Sending me the breaks. Yeah, we were not ready for a break, and Castro's like, "Fuck y'all." Taking a break so he could light up some. Some legal drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is now, right? It's medicinal. It's medicinal, man. My knee hurts. My knee hurts really bad. So, joint pain. So I, Alaska, I really love what you pointed out about the hit making aspect of Mary, and I, and I feel like so her her inexplicable connection to rap. I feel like she's she's you know remember she was on the cover of the source like the queen of hip hop and R and B and all that shit. Um, what who who is like even remotely approaching her in the last 15 20 years like who who can have that much of an impact in one genre and the other like can is there any, anyone even remotely close beyonce i guess but like but that's by default i feel like beyonce fucks with people that aren't known i feel that's like what, she's so, saying. beyonce's by default because she worked with so many if you add it all up but I don't think she's she's breaking people that no one is re- like they're not on that level yet. No. Maybe maybe Missy. Hmm, that's a good call. Maybe Mr. Missy would Missy. sing on her record. She would have like the the R and B songs where she just straight up sings mm-hmm. records. Yeah, I forgot about the Keith Murray shit, man. Damn, because he's on he's on the fucking Who Shot You beat, the interlude. Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. all my life. Yep, killing it. Damn. That was my first guy. Yeah, there's. I just like pulled up all of her guest appearances. There's a couple other ones that are like kind of bangers too. Which one? She's on like the Dolly My Baby Supercat joint. <laughs> um, she's on Tripping Out by Prince Marky D. Whoa. Um, Deep cut. Touch Me, Tease Me by Case and Foxy. Yes. Ooh, yes. That's what sounds bad, boy. Hell yeah. I used, yeah, to, yeah, love, I used to love him by Lauren Hill. Oof. Oh, damn. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, just sort of stuff you already know. Oh, you know what's dope about Tara? I just realized she would be in Mad People's videos, but not singing on songs. She would just yeah. be in someone's video. Yep. Yeah. She's in the One More Chance video with Biggie. She put out the, yeah. the drama, No More Drama, like, era. That oh. was, that encapsulated so many things for Black aunties all around the world. Like, <laughs> it shaped their whole mentality. They were playing it. few years. Anytime you would ask your aunt where she was going, she would just like grab her purse. No more drama. Don't don't ask. <laughs> I'm going out. No more drama in my life. Like it was- yeah, definitely trying to shut down the drama. That's true. When she featured on um that ludicrous song "Runaway Love." Oh yeah, yeah. And honestly, that song is kind of awkward. It comes from a good place. You could totally tell they're like trying to speak to people who really need to, you know, be listened to. But Ludacris sounds a little awkward on it. It's an awkward voice for him to be like, here, little girls, just don't worry about it, you know? (laughs) Mary J came in and sang from some pain and said, I will run away with y'all. And listen. 20-year-old Chanel was crying listening to this shit, walking around Philly. Crying. I'm fine. I'm safe. Everything is good. I'm still crying. Don't keep 
you could hear so much stuff in her voice as she made that track. She made that track powerful. And it was a little silly before that. It was silly. It was his first like <laughs> serious song he ever made. Mm-hmm. Ever. He tried. He, he doesn't really, um, that platform. I mean, probably, I think his earliest work made that platform for him later when he tried to do that with a suit and Fast and Furious roles. Well, he it cut didn't his always hair. come up. Yeah. And when yeah. he was in Crash, remember when he was in Crash? And then he was like, y'all, y'all not even ready now. I'm about oh, yeah. Crash. But Crash twisted us, didn't you know? Because the trailer didn't make us know that he was a criminal at first, if exactly. I'm mistaken. Yeah. It almost made it seem like it was going to be a light film. <laughs> yeah, with all these Christmas lights. Remember those Christmas lights in the street? Don Cheadle. And they were walking the street. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah. He's in that shit. Oh, yeah, you're mad. You're mad, Z. Matt. Okay, Greasy Matt Dillon. Yeah. We got to do this. We got to do this for Johnny. Fuck Why isn't he in the MCU yet? <laughs> Why shouldn't he Why be like a Greek? I'm some greasy <laughs> reporter is, is tight. He's always Yo, disheveled, man, I'm still, always I'm still falling tight. and dropping his papers. I'm still tight. My man Jude Law finally signed the papers, and they're like, oh, word, cool. We got you in the MCU. Yo, be this bullshit-ass dude and Captain Marvel who does Oh, nothing. yeah, that was... There nah, you go. But he, you, you've been all this they, amazing shit. Here you go. You just do nothing for two and a half hours. They, 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 how, far, how far have you come Worst from Gattaca fucking. to that? Bro. Stop it. Man. What's my favorite... No, stop it. Come on, the only thing Exist- that existence was is the man. best Jude Law movie ever. Existence. Existence. It's, it's, uh, it's, he has a pretending like Closer doesn't exist. Was it? Or Closer, whatever it's called. Oh, Closer. Yeah. Oh, man. When Clive Owen just shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still have a DVD somewhere. I, I've watched that movie so many times. For no, no but Existence is a mind trip. It, it came out the wrong time because it came out with Matrix and it was all of that stuff. And Did, yo, it had, fuck, had, had a fishbone gun. Yeah. Uh, What's up? Remember, he, remember when there. he um he was in that weird like Forest Whitaker joint like Repo Man or something? They like yeah, Repo Man. Yeah, that was that was crazy. <laughs> Did they remake Repo Man? Yeah, they were really taking repo people's organs and snakes, slicing them through him, and oh, it's really crazy. Like they remade yeah. it into like some futuristic shit, and, wow. and they would chase well, people was, down. He was like, old credits and sure in the Sherlock Holmes joints when he was Watson. He was killing us. Yeah. And with, um, with, with Robert work, come Downey Jr. Marvel and do nothing. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Downey joint. Captain Marvel was weird. He was saying that line over. Anyway, he just kept being like, Veers, Veers, we taught you better, Veers. Don't let your was. anger mute. Like, stop. Come on, Veers. He had a fucking like, he had like a disco jumpsuit on and shit. Get out of here, Veers. Come, <laughs> come on, bro. You got, you got to fight for better. Bones, I would love to see Mary in some of these Marvel movies. I'd love oh. to see her yeah. in a role that doesn't look like it's a deleted scene from Power. I'd did like, you see? Did you see Umbrella Academy? Umbrella Academy. She's an assassin. No, I didn't see it. Is she in? No, it? she's yeah, watch she's season awesome. one. Even if you don't like the John Watch season one, oh, she's in it. She's, she's a hit. Up. She's an assassin hitman. She be fucking people. If she was got a suit on. Oof. I like that shit. I like that shit. Yo, yeah. she is vicious. She no, is I didn't even know she was in it, and all of a sudden, because like I just started watching it like a month ago, because they were telling me how good it was forever. So I'm watching. I'm like. I'm like, is that fucking Mary J. Blige on this show right now? I was like, doing a fucking spin, no shadow kick. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. And oh, so so the the kick with that was she said, I'll do it if you let me do my stunts. So that's really her (laughs) fighting. So there's some body double in it, but if you look and pause, she's really doing that. Like they're throwing her around the room, like that's her. Yeah, it's crazy. And and a late career to be an action heroine. Yes. In the 50s, though. The album, but do you remember the album where she had the song where she goes to the or she tells her boyfriend, like, I know you got a baby that you're denying. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> what like, album? What song is that? 
it's how could you deny your own flesh and blood? That's oh. that. That's literally the lyrics. Um, but the music video is insane. Wait, I gotta look. Mary J is basically she finds out that her husband has been cheating with a girl that is also Mary J. Mary J plays both oh, girls. In the there it is. Yes. She calls her like, hey, I'm just, you know, I had a baby by your man and I just want to let you know that's the type of man he is. And then Mary J is like, damn, I've been holding you down and this is crazy. And then 10 year old me at home was like, this better never happen to me because <laughs> this shit is messy. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be acting like, I'm telling you, she, she was laying out life lessons Wow. That women sometimes we hadn't even experienced that type of shit yet, and I was like, "Damn, he had a baby on you." That's <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's wonderful, yo. yo. I remember when. Remember the video, um, the knock on cry video. Mm. It was like the black yeah. lipstick and shit. Yes, glasses. But the, all right, the, the more powerful moment like, of that yo. is the video is powerful, but and I, you know, I was with the wave. You got to know the movie, and so oh, like, it, to, what, what movie is it? Um, Way next hell. Yes. yes. Wait next All right. So you got to be lining hell. it up. So like, not going to cry is like so many different parts of the movie, but it's definitely yeah. the car, the car burning and all the suits. Yes. Like yep. it was, it wasn't so much burning his clothes, you know, whatever. But it was like all of these suits and this lifestyle that he had, and um, she was done with it, burned it in the, not, in the bench. You were not hearing any other R and B songs at that era at that point that were saying, "I'm not going to cry." That's not mm. what they were saying. They were yes. All- a lot. I'm yes. all cried out over you. Was tears, but Mary was like, "Nah, I'm I'm straight. Mm. I'm all right." Yeah. Even matter the gender crying. of the singer, everybody was crying. Everybody yeah, was crying. Had tears. Had a tear. Tears. Yeah. 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 And then I, and then I, and was losing it on that song. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. loses it on tears. Or even like, you know like if you think like Belle Biv DeVoe, it's like, when will I see you smile again? It's never. I want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, and it's something wrong with my line, obviously. Mr. Yeah. Telephone man. I can't tell you how many times I got into arguments with people because they spelled Mary J's name wrong. I can't. Wouldn't oh. it be in there? You ain't ever seen it? People put a D in, in Blige all really? the time. Like a Blige? Like Bulge? Like Mary J. Bulge? Yes. <laughs> and then, and it's, it's, it's upsetting. It bothers me. I that's, a disrespect. that's disrespect. I'm offended. Yeah, I, no, I, this is an outrage. Outlandish. Just do, just do, just do MJB, MJB, yeah, SJW, and be and do MJB, and Yo, just fact, if you ever, if you letters. ever needed proof that America's schools are failing us, there you go. Yeah. MJ Bowles. <laughs> 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 when I was in high school, I almost got into a fight with a girl because she put a D in Blige, and also because she tried to tell me that the clips was one guy. Get the, <laughs> the clips. <laughs> I was like, they're brothers. She was like, you're an idiot. I was like, let's go outside. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not gonna, we're not gonna keep talking about this. Let's just let's just let's just do it. It's about to be your funeral, honey yeah. child. Let's the go. There's one guy, his name is Pusha T Malice. One man. <laughs> Pusha T Malice. Pusha T Malice Esquire. Yeah. I still have never seen anything as frightening as the black angel. In um in the funeral video, I don't know what what skin paint they were using, but that was like I was that that video whole video was arresting the frozen and them on the stretch limos. I, I people say grind and all that, but no, it was funeral. And, that was like that was before everything, yeah. right? And that's when I I was like, who are these guys? And it, you know, one of those videos that pops up on like your rap city or your underground yeah. video channels, but you see it early. I'll and it on comes on late. down here. It'll always be on urban. Yeah, I wasn't here. I wasn't urban. I wasn't okay. here. Yet. 
on Channel okay. 48 for you filming. Well, I'm, I'm no, I, I think I was here. I was here, but it was like one of those videos, and it would come on once in a while, and you're like, "What's this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, yeah well, I would fight. You know, I, would, um, I would fight over the clip. Yo, I used know, to fight over um over um Sade. If I hear somebody talking <laughs> yeah, bad about fight. it, I just you I just sn- no, I, I did. I snuffed on site. Yeah, just on yeah, site. I, I, I didn't even he didn't even know it was coming. He just he says he said the wrong thing at the right time. But did you fight for Mary J when she did that Burger King commercial? Because- um, I fought um Oof. against her because Oof. I wanted to. I said, "No way, no how." Like you were dancing on the table, like you're up on the countertop, like we 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 really we've jumped the shot. About the lyrics for me, the lyrics. That's where I was like, I'm getting touched and offended by how it almost feels like y'all actually made Mary J write this. <laughs> to sell I used to know it, but all right. What was everybody's first reaction to the um, the dancery and the hateration? I was going to ask that. I, that I feel like that's a dividing line. I, think I it's still great. hate that song. It's like, well, that's when I checked are. out. That's yeah, because you are anti-Aftermath. You hate Aftermath. Yeah, no, I, I hate Dr. Dre's production at that, that era. And he, oh, um, he did that beat? He did that beat? Yeah, yeah that's the whole um, Aftermath shit. Yeah, I was just like, and then just firm, firm, like, firm, hateration. Firm. I was like, this is like a Shania Twain song over a Dre beat. And I was like, wait, I thought I was, I remember first four or five times in, I kept wondering, am I hearing it wrong? And I didn't want to be the emperor with his new clothes. I didn't want to be out there. I didn't want to not get it. So I'm yeah. like, all right, so yeah, if I slice the word and then maybe there's a background vocal that I'm not missing, you know, and, but um, then when I heard Dance like, clip. Uh, yeah, I feel like Stuart Scott really was the only person that tried to keep that going. Like, don't need no hateration, holleration, Sean Kemp scored 20. Like, he yeah, yeah, he would do I remember trying to justify it like, well, if, if there's one hater, that's just hate. But if there's hateration, then that's multiple hates in, in the same area. But and we is don't that need like- that. And we don't need that. And Mary is right. We don't need hateration in this dancery. In- Wouldn't hateration be the equivalent of dehydration? Like no, you, you drink haterade when you have hateration? Alaska, Alaska, here's where you're going wrong. You're trying to okay. use logic and So where <laughs> is the dancery? Yeah, like, yo, Why, where do electrolytes fit into this? Is it, yo, like, like, yo, man, I met, I met this girl, bro. Should I be looking yo, we, for we were platinum the tickets and Twix bars? Yeah. Where's the dancery? I just want to know, is there footage? It sounds like it's on vacation in a a small village in Jamaica. That's what it sounds like. That's where the danceria is. And Mm. I don't know other times we're going to go there. But when we do, there better not be no hateration. There's probably a sign. No hateration allowed in this establishment. No. At I the think the other part that's offensive is when she says, because we're celebrating no more drama in our life. Like she's doing the callback. I'm like, <laughs> you already did that song. That shit was already hit. You were saying what, no more drama so what, much. What was the, um, oh my God. So, no, what, what were the Burger King lyrics? Song. What were the Burger King oh, lyrics? Like, it was like crispy, crunchy, da. it was, it was. She was Dylan, like, you're going to have to pull it off YouTube and put it I will. in. Exciting things are happening at Burger King. Welcome to Burger King. Oh, uh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new what's chicken snack? What's in the snack? new chicken wraps? Mary? Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, three cheeses, fresh dressing, wrapped up in the tasty flour tortilla. Crispy chicken, wrapped up in the The new chicken snack wraps. Come and get it at Burger King.
It was rough. Like she was very descriptive. Her wig like, is it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like hyperbole or metaphor. Yeah. She was like, look, these are the ingredients. Yeah. We're frying it at 400 and something degrees. And just because I like to play devil's advocate, I want y'all to know that I take the Dunkin' Donuts commercial like a month ago and I had to root for the Pats in the commercial. Mm, so sometimes in entertainment, you got to do what you got to do to get the check. I guess. But, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know, it was a hard song for me to take. That Burger King song, I was like, Mary, come on now. Well, I remember oh, Dame, right, that, Dame, Dame, I know you don't need to check. Um, Dame, Dame Dash called out Steve Stout for making her do that. Because, yeah. yo, just where anything Dame Dash proclaims, he's yeah. always on the right side of history. Yeah, most likely. Period. Yeah. No, 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 Harvey no. no. I, I, I've wait, wait, he slapped Harvey Weinstein in his face in 2000. I've changed my opinion. You know what I've been watching the last four days, coincidentally? The downfall of Rockefeller. And it's like this 20 part thing that's Whatever. on YouTube that's all, all broken propaganda. up. No, and no. it knows it's all the hip hop so At what point did the Illuminati come in and shut them down? <laughs> no, they didn't say. They just talked about Jay, like you know, seeing the writing on the wall and slipping out the yeah, slipping cool. out the back door. But and, Dame, um, Dame said out loud, Steve Stout made her do that commercial. As Steve Stout was a sucker. on some record labels for what? No, because he was her man. He was her manager. He was Nas's manager. Uh, Mary yeah. J's manager. Now Steve Stout's like, oh, like he's a to- he's a total. Yeah. Fan. When's the last time you seen Nas tap dancing for Popeye's chicken? Because Steve Stout is manager no more. <laughs> Popeye's chicken. All right, why don't we, th- why don't we oh. take our next break? And then we'll, we'll uh, I can't think of any more offensive. Remember, remember the one with like Jerry Rice? There was like a chicken commercial, and there was like a the chicken, chicken in the, in the helmet, <laughs> and it spun while he ate it. Okay. Oh my God. Just it's... put the bone through his nose. It's the oh same thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are called Culture with Sadell Ali, Barry J. Blige, Lineage of Greatness, brought to you by Not a Menon. Because we don't want to get it fucking canceled on our show. <laughs> Available now from DJ Chong Wizard and Zilla Rocker. Midnight Suns. On vinyl, CD, not so much cassette presently. Hoodies, t shirts, test pressing. Midnight Suns. Nine joints, instrumentals, breaks, and new drums from J Zone. Features from Castro in Alaska, Billy Woods, Lord Juco, Prem Rock, Denmark Vesey, Nature, Queensbridge, what up? And Malik Blunt, aka M. Illitan, aka Malik B. from the legendary Roots crew, Rest in Peace, is on the record. New album out now at chongwizard.bandcamp.com exclusively. Grab the vinyl. You guys want to hear me on vinyl? My first time ever in my entire life on wax. As a solo artist, I should say. Or in a group project in this sense. So there you go. Midnight Suns is available. We'd love it if you purchase it now. Go out culture. We're back. Chanel Only. Mary J. Boom. Shakalaka. 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 So I got something I want to run by by you all about Mary (laughs) J. Do it. Do it. There became a point, and I don't know exactly when it was, probably around this like whole hateration song. Where it's called Family Affair, by the way. Thank you. Very much. Where there was like it just got to a point where there was too many songs by Mary J. Where it was like she was in love with somebody, and everybody was telling her that that person was bad for them. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, kind of like probably in like my late thirties by then, and I, I like I just realized I was like, the common denominator in all of these songs is you. The work starts at home, Mary. Like you're the problem here. Wow. 
and, and that's when it kind of like switched on me. Like at a certain point, I'm like, you're 40 now, Mary Jane Blash. <laughs> like you should have taken some of these lessons. But I Look, mean, I'm not from 92 till now. Married her manager mm. in the 2000s. Like that's a long time to wait to decide. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just with this guy. He's already here, so I'm gonna just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been traveling, you know. Sorry, sorry. Proximity, man. So I feel oh, like no. I feel like she, like I said, she made those anthems for a lot of women who were like, whether they ever were experiencing this crazy love life or not. They were singing that shit and they were feeling that. <laughs> Myself included. Yeah, see, I didn't have yeah. a drop off with that. I just felt like the more, I felt like she kind of transitioned away from picking the rap songs and rappers I really loved at the time. So mm. then I kind of fell away just yeah. gradually, like I would with anything else. But I, I'm not sure if she is incorporated like a lot of trap or like Migos on her. I mean, I, I think that's inevitable. You are sure, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I, I, I think she thing. just suffered from Beyonce did most, on the safe shit joint. Well, with most, with most, you know, artists in, in the R and B realm, especially if they start off, you know, with a lot of hip hop and um, collaborations, they just start. You know, the traditionalism comes about. Sure. And then you want to you want to do more ballads and you want to write your own stuff, which is fine. But then you know, this the slummy rapper. You know, nobody's go, nobody's. <laughs> And I'm sorry to say nobody's gonna let ODB over there for eight hours to sleep for six and wait. You know nobody wants to do that. So yeah. and then it, and then it also it was our fault too because the hip hop R and B um, collaboration was very paint by numbers. There was not mm -hmm. a lot of creativity with it. We squeezed that thing dry. And just in a sense, I felt like people started just doing it. You know, mm. A B C one two three. She and, got um, away from good drums too. Like really, yeah. like that's a big thing. Yeah. I have to share my world. The drums are really bad throughout a lot of that stuff, and it like just goes to sort of like, and it's like I, I like mint condition, but I don't want to hear Mary J. Blige over mint condition instrumentals. Yeah. And there's a lot of that going on in like those later records. It doesn't age well. Like it's not no. very timely. No. Well, I'm looking at her her last album, Strength of a Woman, from three years ago. I feel like she just started making music that like was not for y'all, and that, I feel yes. like. That's that's a hard pivot to make in your career when you were birthing rappers like she was. Yeah. But maybe that was part of it too. Maybe she saw it. Yeah. She was drinking some Ciroc one day and she was like, you know what? Fuck Diddy. And I'm <laughs> gonna be on no hip hop no more. Mm. I mean, she probably got sick of like of broke <laughs> rappers talking to her and being like, yo, you know, you need to get like my friend so and so because he's way better than Keith Murray. <laughs> like, just like, like, you know, if you're I'm around rappers long enough you have that conversation a lot yeah like so this, this one keith from 2017 murray, keith murray is always sitting at the bar unfortunately so he hears you <laughs> Danger, yo he's one of the scariest motherfuckers i'm i will never say anything bad about him he does not he does not yo, he, yo, he, he picks he up some dude with a bar store in connecticut yeah, if, he, pick, if he picks it up he's gonna hit you with it <laughs> he's yeah. a, you gotta, you gotta, a scary dude just, there's no gray area. If he picks it up, he's gonna hit you with it. So you either gotta get before that point, or you know, he's gonna cut you. He got a blade on him. He guarantees oh, prodigy. On. Yes. And he got so, a blade on him. So I was saying about Mary is I'm looking at this 2017 record strength of a woman. I haven't listened to this album. I need to. The first song features Kanye. Oh god. Then, then oh, she's she a song called Glow Up featuring Quavo, DJ Khaled, and Missy Elliott. Sure. Okay. 
Then she has a song featuring somebody named Prince Charles. I don't know who he is. Or she is. I'm not sure. And then, now see this, I'm very intrigued at this. She has a song featuring K. Tronada and Bad, Bad, Not Good, which is fucking very intriguing to me. Wow. That sounds like a seesaw. Instrumentals? It's, it's, I mean, they're going to be playing and not, well, K, K will probably sing, but yeah, but bad, 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 bad not good. They gonna sing too. They sing. Uh, I mean, like yeah, they, they, they play. play. They just play. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just this. I'm playing the background and very briefly. This is this is an interesting way to go with a career now. Yeah. You start working with like the new cutting edge, like on their way up producer guys in LA, or I think Katrina is from Canada, maybe. I forget. Now she's from. acting more. You know, you can True. tell. Like, she got Academy Award nominated for acting. She was on a show that Netflix show too. Mudbound or some shit. She, yeah, she got she got nominated for an Academy Award for that. Oh, Mudbound for best supporting actress. Yes. I also think that in hip hop specifically around like the late '90s, we started like relying on a lot of very, um, very tiny, very cute R&B singers as features mm-hmm. or to have on the have on the hook, have on the chorus or whatever. And I just felt like, unfortunately, Mary aged out of that real quick. Yep. Yeah, too many A Marie's. They just yeah. were not, you know, if they had the option to throw on whatever, it didn't matter that Mary was going to elevate the song. It didn't matter that her voice was going to be better. It didn't matter that she was more knowledgeable. It was like they just wanted a, a cute young girl on the track. And Shanti. That's when Get she was. Maya up on there. That's when she really started, like, devoting her time to this no drama, you know, <laughs> to really, like, <laughs> on that campaign. I didn't think about that. Yeah, there, there was a different a different way. But then I feel like so when I asked before, like who who after her tried to bridge that gap, I feel like I feel like Ashanti tried because she was so woven in with the murder ink stuff. Yeah. But I don't think she was, you know, her catalog is like nah. one or two records. Yeah. She's not really like happy. Yeah, like two is that deep. And then you know. But uh, but the, also we're talking about the queen because of this longevity. Yeah, and she's you know a one I mean? of one. She's still active, you know. And hey, I mean, I love Jill Scott like the next one, but hmm. she don't she she don't have the records. What about she Erica Badu? Badu has the records, but Badu I think delves into a little more different styles. Right. Um, starting with the whole soul clearing, start off jump off. You're not really, you know what I'm saying? I mean, does doesn't have the influence of Mary J, though. Like, she's... No, there's something different. You know, there's nobody that's, like, close. I think there's more Badu has a lifestyle influence as far as True. Mary J has the musical and the cultural influence. And there's a like lot of women on the list. Mary J's been able to cross over a few times, you know? Right, yeah. right. That really blurred the lines between, like, are we dancing to R&B or are we dancing to this, you know, smooth pop? I don't know what it is, but we are dancing together. <laughs> And I just I don't always feel like her counterparts her counterparts are able to do that. They they pick yeah. one and they yeah, that's true. Problem, you know? Did she um is she any West Coast delvings? Are we missing a West Coast song or the West mm. Coast rapper? Did she, did she do anything with Cube or Corrupt? No, nothing with Cube. I feel like she was on Nipsey or something. Maybe at one point. Not with the dog pal. Mm, or was that too? That no, nah, probably not. Then that was too. That was that was crossing too many lines. Yeah, they literally there was no bad boy in death for her work. She's got a Christmas record. Yeah, I'm looking at my life too. She has a perfume called My Life. I'm, <laughs> Interesting. I'm not sure. Creative department. They went home early that night. I'll tell you what. I'm looking at the My Life <laughs> Two album, which I never heard. 
It's got Nas, Busta, Drake, Rick Ross, Beyonce, Diddy, Wayne, Taraji P. Henson. So, okay, she's keeping the formula going. There's some records I, I've, I've missed. I need to catch up on. I was just like banging those first three or four a lot. A lot of Drake. A lot of Drake, too. She has on Drake, T.I., Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Is she on Drake Records? She pops up on Drake um, Records. She? No, she's not on Drake. No. 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 I, as the Is she on Drake any Kendrick record? Why am I? I'm yeah, she's on, my yeah, she's, on, um, she's on Kendrick. She's on Kendrick. Okay, she's, she's on, on Good Kid Man okay. City. Yeah. And she was on Buster's recent record. She's, yeah. she's on ELE, too. Yes. ELE, yeah, too. She's, she's on, on that one. Yeah, so she's still doing, like, events. Super credit. She's won a gang of Grammys. A gang of Grammys. Like, so do you think she kind of like ended up like filling like a Whitney Houston void like once Whitney kind of like I, I, got I, lost I would, in the world that she got lost in for a while before she passed like because we were talking about that like she kind of became like the elder statesman to an yeah, extent what, right okay. like the powerful right. voice and y'all help me out. Chanel help me out here too. So like Whitney would hold in that spot and I don't want to, you know, say the queen or whatever like that. But then, cause if it seemed like Gladys and, um, um, and Patty and like Aretha, that's a whole nother tetrasphere of mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Yeah. And then you have the, um, you know, our champion. And I, I would definitely put, I mean, I love Sade or whatever, but I think that's another thing. That's something else. Yeah. Like, um, Mary's the people's champion. True. Mm-hmm. And I also think Mary filled a void that we didn't know we were going to have. And that's when we lost Aaliyah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like she had to like, maybe not even consciously kind of cover that realm for a while on her own. Um, Just double up a little bit. That's where that's where the, a lot of those you know that's where that vibe have been coming from from those two women really. Wow. Yeah. I love the way. Goddamn. And to stay solo, right? I don't even know if she has a duet record, but just I mean, there's something to that. Being solo is hard as shit. So yeah. I mean, she definitely had teams and production partners and stuff, but like being solo, being the one out front, the like merry dance. I love me some Kelly Price. Love me some Ooh. Kelly Price, but I don't be dancing to no Kelly Price. <laughs> and, and you know, you clean the house, and, Kelly and Price. And you clean the house, Kelly. careers, Kelly Falls, Anne Marie Falls. Yes, I think uh, I think about Whitney. I, I feel like Whitney was bigger in terms of like a super pop audience than Mary, but I feel like I feel like Mary has the crossover appeal. Mary can do has, that. but but Whitney Whitney's way bigger in terms of like housewives and like people with like a minivan, like they fuck with Whitney Houston. I'm not sure how much people like that know Mary beyond like the hateration, holleration. <laughs> and I, the like Whitney stuff started I mean, Whitney had 10 years too. Yeah, that's before. what I'm saying. Like, so she was like, by the time- Like I'm every woman, like that type of shit like, is huge. Yeah. Yeah, the bodyguard stuff, but that, but that's, that's what we're saying. Record. Like the, the baton was passed because Mary stayed current. And nobody really knocked her off. We 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 can't even. She didn't have a contemporary. She wasn't dueling banjos with anybody. You know who it is? It's D'Angelo. Wow. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great pull. That is yeah. that is it. In terms of like that level. Yeah, it's yeah. the only other one. D'Angelo got on that shot eight time. Where I only you know drop an album every eight years. Yeah. That doesn't compare to Mary. I just counted sixteen records. Yeah. Yeah. But but D'Angelo no, had the true. But like at, 
Yeah, within like this sort of like ties to hip hop and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was also a little Maxwell in that too. All Ooh. of that, you know, all of that's that's smoky, smoky lounge yeah. sweet shit. Yeah. Um, it was all circling, you know, circling wagons. And but then I, I don't want to be a revisionist, but that was like when I was love. I love R and B around, and I had many Tony Braxton singles, my SWVs, all that shit. But it just, I feel like the firepower doesn't seem. It, I don't know if the formula is different now or I'm too old. I don't listen to, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I, I would say the main problem is there's some artistry that got bled out because now, Hey, I'm just going to say we fucking, and you suck my nipples and you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call it peaches and cream. I'm not going to even bother. Mm, or brown you know sugar. what I'm saying? Right. I'm not, I'm not going to bother like, Hey girl, I'm calling to tell you about your man. Like that stuff. Mm. That stuff lasts, you know, all those years. But now it seems a little more cookie cutterish, and so I don't, I don't even know the names of some of these girls. Chrisette Michelle took that Trump job; she's gone. I don't, you know, wow. um, uh, I don't know. So I, I'm, and maybe I'm just unplugged. But it just seems like now it's just more about just being a little more explicit and laying Wait, it out. Like when that girl said, "Eat, eat the booty like groceries." You didn't, you didn't think there was a mystery um, in that? <laughs> What I Kevin Gates showing? I'm looking at my phone. I'm, am I reading this text message right? So like, I feel like every R&B song that I've heard lately is there is an Instagram reference in it. It's always something for the gram. Oh, like they say hashtag oh, or they say no. It's something for the gram and DM. Like DM is a big part of R&B. Oh yeah, slide on my DM. I just That's read. A- I just read this quote that says, "Real love critics they always note how the song is a performative text." Uh, demanding recognition of Blige's full humanity and more broadly that of the hip hop generation of women. And mm. that ain't dope. I don't know. No. Fire. I think I, I think I think we'll we'll wrap it up on that note. That is fucking poetry. That's wonderful. There you go. Chanel Ali with the gems. God Chanel, damn. do you have anything to um promote to our lovely yes. audience? Yes, guys, I have an album everywhere that albums are at, even on Napster. Can you believe it? 16-year-old Chanel would be blown. <laughs> um, it's called Chanel Number One. Highly My recommend it to the people. Strongly recommend it. 57 minutes and 57 seconds of me being very silly. You will have a good time. Uh, stream it, like it, you know. Follow me on Instagram, at Chanel Ali. Download Dope. that shit on Zippy Share right now. <laughs> just, Yo, and this is this is not a request. This is a command. All our call out cultists. Yes. Chanel number one, go put it in your playlist. Stop fucking playing. We ain't playing over here. And no even shit. if you don't want to listen to it, play it. Put it on mute. Just let it play. Just let there you it go. run. And put you are supporting a black artist. Look at you. Look at that! Without even, not even a lot of effort, you could just do that. Damn shit. You can check. You can check. Check off that woke box for the day. Boom! Mm. How can I support book. BIPOC? Hmm, this Chanel person seems interesting. Play. Well, I'm done. <laughs> work is finished. They have no. There's a um fishbowl at the at the door near the um ergonomic uh fishbowl ergonomic table, and they go out every day in these little folded pieces of paper of how they're gonna SJW for the day. And as they're walking on their steps, you know, Shadow Ali. Well, I'll give it a chance. Past past their solar panels, they're opening up. (laughs) Give it a whirl, I guess. See what these kids are up to. Cool. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. This was very awesome. When we do a a Jay Z or Reasonable Doubt episode, you're the you're the go to. I'm not, get a call. I'm not gonna let y'all get a word in. <laughs> well, no, Castro, Castro would like a word with that. 
<laughs> yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot on that, that reasonable doubt. That's a, right. a lot coming from y'all. No, I, I hope that by then, like, we could do that one live. So I could, like, you know, get in your face if I need to. Yo, it's all, all, all good. All good. All right, guys. Yeah. This was fun. Nice awesome. to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you as well. Have a good show. Thank you. I'm going to go tell some jokes. See ya. Later. All right. All right. Take care. Bye bye.